0: Here we go
1: God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Jeez. Is this working? <laughs> you were bare knuckle punching that thing.
0: Yeah, and now that microphone knows not to give me any attitude, man. Yeah. I just established dominance to it.
1: Mm-hmm. That microphone knows who's the alpha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm sure this won't come back and it won't be broken mm. at some point in the future, and everyone blames me. Yeah. Uh, you told me a story of something that happened, uh, something you witnessed on the weekend.
1: Oh and, boy, what did I witness on the weekend?
0: And I've been thinking about it ever since because it just drives me crazy. Okay, you were talking about you were going to an event here in the city, and you were walking in, and there was a guy having a very loud oh. argument on the phone.
1: Yes. Do I? Okay. I was going. I was going to. I was going to the guitar show. They have it once a year. All the guitar nerds get together and. They sell their wares to each other. And, but there's a lot of, like there's uh, retail stores there, like music stores will have a booth there. They'll be showing off the latest technology and guitar gear. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking up to the event, there were hundreds of people around, like people were streaming into this building. And there was a guy standing out front and he had a vendor's pass on, like a laminate, like he was working there. And he was dressed in, he was wearing... Like fluorescent leggings. Like he had on, like you could not miss this guy. And he was screaming at what I believe was his life partner on the phone. I don't know if it was. His sweetie. Yeah, I don't know uh, who it was, but he was losing it on her or him. I don't know what the story was, but it was very public to the point that people were kind of taking a wide berth around this guy as they, and he was right inside, right out front of them, the main entrance. What a weird place to have an argument on the phone.
0: I've been thinking about this ever since you told me. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think the same, like, what on earth are you doing? Especially with the vendor pass so people know you're working the event.
1: Well, yeah, and uh, chances are in about 15 minutes when I wander by your booth, I'm going to go, you were the guy yelling on the phone. Weird. How'd that work out, pal? Next
0: booth. Like, have people lost all sense of privacy and they just have no problem having these conversations in front of everyone?
1: Well, I think there are still the majority of people still understand that, you know, there's certain things you keep within the walls of your own home. But there are a lot of people where everything is for public consumption. Every part of my life is now for public enjoyment.
0: Like, take that call around the corner or go to your car or go to the bathroom or
1: something. That's the thing. At one point, he was leaning against the car, yelling on the phone. So (laughs) you don't just lean on a stranger's car, right? So I'm assuming that was his car. Get inside your car, roll up the windows, and let it rip if that's what you must do.
0: When I was in Denver last month, I was in a bar, and I went to the washroom, and I was walking out, and I had to walk past the women's washroom to get back to my table. And I could hear a girl in there on the phone having a very public fight with her boyfriend <laughs> over her phone. Uh-oh. She at least took it to the bathroom, but the, you could still hear what was going on. Yeah. Apparently he had a wandering eye. Ooh. <laughs> if you're <were> curious. <laughs> but yeah, the, the public uh. fighting is so uncomfortable, especially when you're only hearing one side of it. it. It somehow makes it even worse.
1: Yeah. I don't know what was going on on the other end of that phone, but he was having none of it. And he was, yeah, he was letting it rip. And it makes you wonder, if people fight that loudly in public, what is a fight like at home? Ooh. Can you imagine? There'd be stuff being thrown.
0: Yeah, books would be falling off of bookcases.
1: Curtains would be torn down. It'd be so dramatic.
0: Oh. I don't want that level of drama in my life. Yeah. Although I don't hate witnessing it from a safe distance.
1: distance. I hated it. I want no part of anyone's personal life.
0: I don't want to be in the blast zone. Like, I don't no. want to be that close. But I just, I want to get a whiff of what the fight is about.
1: But Bryce, <laughs> they you know what they say about witnessing an argument firsthand? If you get some of that argument on you you'll have good luck for the entire year.
0: Is that what they say? No.
1: You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers.
0: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's insane how many people keep texting in nonstop, like the stories of finding something and then having that internal debate whether you keep it or not. How many people have a story about it? If it's easy to return, I'll return it. If it's something that really you couldn't replace. Like if I was walking my dog and I saw an urn on the sidewalk, I probably wouldn't just keep that for myself.
1: You you wouldn't kick it over? No, I don't think so. No. I. Uh, no, I wouldn't want the urn either, but I would, I, I would know that somebody is missing this. I would know that somebody wants this back.
0: But I also know I'm not a good person because if I saw an urn on a sidewalk, I also knew that I don't need that burden in my life to try and find the owner. So I would just kind of walk past it.
1: You're listening to the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Somebody said, I'm so happy that we're still talking about finders, keepers. I have a confession. My daughter is two, we frequent various playgrounds. I cannot believe the treasure trove of clothing, food containers. Sometimes even toys that are cast aside and forgotten at the playground. But if I take these items, I'm technically stealing from children, right? I have very mixed feelings about it. I will admit we have taken some items home and they are well used with us. Sometimes I leave items I really want to take, but I feel guilty and don't. And then I notice that it kicks around for weeks. So it seems sometimes these items are truly lost or unwanted. I just hate seeing good things go to waste. I'm looking forward to the verdict from the public on this matter. So I guess the question you're asking is that if you're at a playground and you find a piece of children's clothing, like a jacket or a sweater, or you find a toy, is it stealing if you take it? And look, I would leave the food containers because no one enjoys a used Rubbermaid container with the permanent spaghetti sauce stain in it. The, no matter how hard you scrub and no, no matter how much of that dish detergent that they use to wash oil off of ducks in TV commercials, you can't get the spaghetti sauce stains out of it. So don't take used food containers from the playgrounds.
0: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: This one came in on the text machine. This one's rock solid. I was taking my kids through the River Valley on a walk and a bird pooped on my shoulder. Everyone laughed. I told them that it was actually good luck. Ten minutes later, I found two crisp $100 bills on the trail with nobody in sight. The kids were chasing birds after that one. Tyson. (laughs) Poop on me, bird. Poop on me. Well, the science is
0: sound on that one. Mm You get pooped on and a couple minutes later, you find a couple hundred bucks. That's a good
1: day. Have you ever been to... Uh, Like if you go to Sealand or the Vancouver Aquarium, they always make that announcement. Remember, if you're sitting in the front row, it's good luck to get splashed by a whale. So everybody kind of moves down to the front because you want to get splashed. I don't know if that translates to good luck. I'm not sure. No, I think they just say that. Yeah, just so you're not outraged. I think the Edmonton version of that, though, and I've thought about this many, many times, is the... um, It's good luck if you're standing below the swing of the century at Land, and you get puked on. Oh. That's the Edmonton version of that. Because I moved here in the winter of 2005. And this was a few days before we signed the radio station on the air. And I was actually standing with a friend underneath the swing of the century. And uh, we got rained on. Oh, gross. And I'd say that everything turned out for me after that. So maybe it is true. Maybe you do get good luck from that. Huh. Well, there's only one way to test this theory. It worked out one time, so we need to test it out a second time. Yes. Yeah, so Bryce, you're on assignment for the rest of the morning. Oh. I don't know what time Galaxy Land opens, but uh, grab a rain poncho and head for the swing of the century. Is that what it's called?
0: I don't even know, but it sounds like today is my lucky day. Yeah. Good Lord, that's gross. It sure is. I'm glad they kept those $100 bills and didn't try to return
1: them. Yeah. Because I do believe in finders, keepers, losers, weepers. It's hard to return money, like just loose money. Like, how do you know that the person who lost it is actually telling? Unless they can say, I lost exactly $204.19. Like, unless they can say specifically how much it was. I don't know why.
0: Whenever I find money on the ground, I always pick it up and rush away. Like, it's a...
1: Like, I'm going to end up on candid camera, and it's some kind of sick prank. What's your cutoff point, though? Like, if you saw a quarter on the ground, would you bend down and pick it up? No. What about a loony? A loony I did find recently. Did you stop and pick it up? Oh, I kept it. Did you? Oh, that thing
0: came with me. Mm -mm. That thing I can use in a vending machine.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Whoa. Apparently, you and I are doing it wrong, because we don't stoop down for nickels or dimes or quarters. No. Our cutoff is a loony. Yeah, loony or bust. Anything over that is ending up
0: in my pocket.
1: Yeah, when you see money on the ground, do you do you pick up dimes? Do you pick up nickels? I was saying the other day I saw a bunch of quarters just laying on the ground. And I didn't stop and pick them up because... Like, I, I just have this fear that I'm on a weird TV show, like a news segment where they're like... How desperate are people these days? I've seen enough videos and TikTok
0: pranks of people gluing oh, yeah. points to the ground. I want just so no they can part of that. F- just so they can film people trying and struggling to pick it up. And I don't... I'm too thin-skinned. Yeah. I'm too
1: thin-skinned. I can't take people, that kind of ridicule. Why are people choosing to humiliate others that way? Yeah. Like, what am I not understanding here? I can't do it. Or well, that even... Uh, a
0: $20 bill on the ground. I assume that it's tied to a string. Yeah, it's on or... a fishing rod, and they're going to yoink it the minute you go after it. So if I do get my hands on it, I throw it in my pocket, and I'm out of there in a
1: hurry. Somebody said, I still pick up dimes not to brag. It's embarrassing, but money is money. Well, I don't think that picking up... When you say to my friend, your friends, I-, I still pick up dimes, that doesn't sound like bragging to me. So you don't need to worry about that. Yes, uh, somebody, they said it's embarrassing, but money is money. That's true. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, where'd it go? I would never fault ah. someone for picking up a dime. Somebody had texted and they said they missed a mortgage payment once. Where did it go? Oh, I will pick up a nickel every time. I missed a mortgage payment by a dollar eighty-five once. Money is money. My husband never spends his change. I do. I buy things like milk and ice cream. Wow, that would suck, missing a mortgage payment by $1. eighty-five. Does the bank ever just go, ah, we're good, we got this one? Yeah, close enough. Oh, enough, so that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think banks operate that way. Uh, we're just talking about finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Have you ever found anything? Did you go out of your way to return that thing, or did you just jam it in your pocket and say, too bad, so sad? No judgment here. I treat found money the same way I do if
0: I fall in public. Mm-hmm. I immediately... I get out of there as
1: fast as I can. Oh, yeah. I assume that all eyes are on me and I need to get out of there in a a hurry. I do the same thing. Like, to the point, I'll find a shack in the woods, like Walter White when he was hiding out. And I'll spend months out there. I'll spend an entire winter out there. If I find a
0: $10 bill on the ground, I'll be just shy of a full sprint Mm -hmm. to get a couple blocks out of
1: there. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello.
2: Hey, Garner. How you doing? Good. How about you? Not too bad. I have a pretty good lost and found finder's keepers story sure, for you.
1: Sure, I'd, I'd love to hear it.
2: Okay, so this is probably about 10, 15 years ago. I bought a used car, kind of like wholesale, out the back door out of a uh, dealership in St. Albert. And uh, I drove it for about a year and a half. And then one day, my house key slipped under the seat. I had taken it off the keyring, so trying to find it, digging around under the passenger seat. And I see this little white leather silk kind of bag. Really nice looking bag. But like kinda of like a little jewel bag. Pull it out and there's like a handful of gold jewelry in there. Like rings, necklaces, earrings. I'm like wow, it's crazy. And then also under the seat was the previous owner's registration. So I don't want to give his name, but it rhymed with
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> hang on. You were, no, hang on. You were driving a former premier's car? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, this is juicy. I had, I had no idea. So I phoned the dealership and I'm like, hey, listen, I got, I found some stuff in the car and I would really like to get it back to them. Like, I don't know if they've been looking for it and they would not give me any contact information because of their their privacy act." And I was like, okay, well, that, that's fine. You want to give it to me? At, at least let me drop this off, and you guys can give it to him. No, we don't want to get involved. So I uh, held on to it for a long time and tried to get a hold of them, and no one would give me any contact info for him. So I wow. sold it, and it paid for the car.
1: <laughs> so, Oh, you did sell it?
2: Yeah, I took it to a jeweler.
1: Okay, because I was going to say... Now, if you are a former Premier of Alberta and you're missing some gold, I can put you in touch with the guy, but apparently I can't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. So What
1: did you uh can I ask how much you got for it?
2: Uh
1: $2500. Wow. Yeah. Okay, this is this is a juicy one. Yeah. Yeah. Because all those former premiers that listen to this show, they oh, were yeah. probably all like, oh, my God, there goes my price. There's, they finally found my priceless family heirlooms. <laughs> That's so weird. What are the odds that it's a I know. premier's car? Uh, a couple of texts coming in already from people who are smelling some BS here because they say, wouldn't the address of this person be on the registration? Oh, that's true. Good point. That's very true. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A lot of these stories involve money. Like finding substantial sums. Katie said she found $300. She was out hiking in Elk Island Park, and she used that money to finish her tattoo. That's the only time I would enjoy hiking. If you knew there was a prize. If I knew there was a bundle of cash on the way. Yeah. Uh, Let me grab this. Hi, Sonic.
2: Well, good morning, Garner. How are you?
1: Good. How about you?
2: Good. I have a story for you for Finders Keepers. Okay. I was living in an apartment when I was a student, and it was a really sketchy place. So one of our neighbors even got a discount on rent because he would drive the manager out to a truck stop, to make some extra money. Anyways, so I came across a $100 bill when I came out of the building and I was like, wow, that's amazing, $100 is so much when you're a broke student. And then I came around the rest of the corner and there were three more $100 bills. I found 400 bucks and I was completely conflicted of what to do because what do you do put up a sign that says like hey did you find some money in a sketchy area come and see me so I ended up uh, I think I kept half of it and donated the other half because I felt super guilty about it
1: when you say um, your neighbor would drive the building manager out to a truck stop for some extra work uh, where they go in there to bus tables
2: yeah probably (laughs) So he got a discount on his rent because he helped her make some more money for her
1: rent, I guess. Okay, yeah, probably like washing dishes or maybe working the uh, the, the check-in counter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure,
1: I'm sure it was one of those. Okay. Uh, what's yours? Oh, oh, this one. I got to read you this one. This is from Evan. Evan says, not sure if this fits the theme, but this year while garage sailing, I found a vintage pair of never before worn red wing boots. They still had the tags attached to them. I bought them for $10 because I wanted some cheap boots for working outside. I brought them home, but they didn't fit. So I thought I could resell them for what I paid for them. Turns out they were extremely collectible boots from the 80s. I sold them for over $600. Oh. I considered going back to the house I bought them from and giving them the money. But the bad boy in me said, finders keepers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good, yeah. I agree. This is a loser's weepers tale for me. Uh huh. This is a. I didn't know boots could be $600 like that. Yeah, Red Wing boots, they're not cheap. Holy cow. No, I say keep that money. Don't even think about giving that money back. You snooze, you lose.
1: Yeah. And what did you say earlier? Uh, it sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're listening to the Garner Andrew
1: Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this is from Sonic Music Director Brandy Taylor back before pot was legal i was rushing out of my condo to catch a cab when laying on the floor in the stairwell i stumbled upon a medium-sized freezer bag absolutely stuffed full of marijuana i stood and stared at it for a second and wasn't quite sure what to do i looked around but was quite sure that it felt like a trap so i took a photo of it and kept on going when I returned home later on, I came up the same stairwell and the bag was still there, but it was way less full as if someone had had the same dilemma as me but decided to just grab a handful or two. By the next morning, it was gone. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you, Brandy. Uh, somebody else said... Th- the topic, We're talking about finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Like, is that a rule that you live your life by? Or do you actually go out of your way to try and return the thing that you found? I don't know what the, maybe we're 50%. Most of these, well, 50% of the stories would be like, no, 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 I just shove it in my pocket. This one, my husband and I once had to take two cars to our daughter's soccer game because my husband was meeting us from work. After the game, the kids all wanted to go home with dad. So he pushed the stroller to his truck, took all the kids out, put them in the truck, and I got to drive home alone. Oh my God, that was the best. When kids are little, those few minutes you get to drive by yourself. Uh, Somehow he managed to get going before me, despite having to pack up three kids. A few minutes later, I drive past the spot where he's parked to find our stroller just sitting on the sidewalk. He forgot it. Luckily, I found it. Those things are not cheap. Hopefully there was no kid in it. Uh, relatedly, I once packed up all the kids after soccer, drove off leaving our bag of soccer jerseys, EpiPens, other random parenting paraphernalia on the sidewalk. Someone found it and used my daughter's name on the EpiPen to find me on Facebook and gave it all back. Had to drive back to Mill Woods from the north side for that one, though. Okay, thanks for this. Keep them coming. It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This story, this is good. They paint pictures here. My roommate and I were dead broke and hungry, walking home in the pouring rain after his car broke down a few blocks from home. We cut through a strip mall parking lot when I looked down and saw a bright blue $5 bill. I picked it up, took a couple of steps, saw another. We looked around, saw them all over, 37 in total, scattered through the empty parking lot. We were so pumped. Took them home, dried them out, and ordered lasagna. Ooh, lasagna? Yeah, lasagna, it's a fine food, but is that something you you order? I crunched the numbers. Uh-huh.
0: And 37 $5 bills would be about $185. Bucks. It's that much?
1: $185, bucks, you can do better than lasagna. Uh, it's Order fine. a couple it's... steaks. No. No, no, no. Lasagna's way more filling. When you're broke, when you're dead broke, you want stuff that just sticks to your ribs. A steak does not stick to your ribs. It sticks to your colon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Ugh. Oh, did I say that? Huh. Yeah,
0: why is my takeaway of that the lasagna?
1: I don't know which one to read next here. There, I can't remember the last time we saw this many texts. It's holy crap. They just keep pouring in. A lot of lost
0: wallets and money. <laughs> yes. A lot of those. Uh, Okay, we're going to have to shut this down and pick this up tomorrow morning. Someone did text yesterday and said, if you do
1: find a wallet, apparently you can just throw that thing in a mailbox. Oh yeah, it'll come back to you. And Canada Post will take care of the rest. From wherever. It might not have all the contents in it, but if there's ID in it, yeah, it'll come back to you. Okay, one more shorty before we go. I once found a phone outside my house. It wasn't locked, so I called the number labeled Dad. The guy answered with... I gotta edit this. Why the F are you calling me? Ooh. I guess they lived around the corner and he thought his daughter was calling from the room next to his. (laughs) Uh, But to go right to that level? I don't know. And leaving your phone unlocked.
0: Risky business. That's a bold, bold move.
2: Thanks for listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.